Welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast, a show where we expand the bounds of what you see possible by exploring new topics each week to level up your thinking and cultivate your God-given potential. Hey, I'm Josh and welcome to the Get Hungry Podcast. Oh, it feels good to be back again. Um, I feel like I've been a little bit busy with some other projects and so the podcast unfortunately has taken the back seat, but I'm back and I want to get into more of a consistent swing of things with the podcast. And this week's episode is literally what I need to hear. And I guess through thinking through some of the thoughts that I have on this topic and sharing some of the quotes and ideas that I have around the topic of how to create great content, the lessons that I myself am learning, I hope to provide value to you. Um, And it doesn't even have to be if you are a fellow content creator or you know, you're just starting out like I am with a podcast, or if you've got a YouTube channel or an Instagram account, these are all principles that I think we can apply to all areas of life, not just when it comes to content creation, but also let's say you can apply these principles to your job when you come up with solutions to problems that you face with your job or with your social life. Like, I mean, I don't want to make this so niche that, you know, everyone can't get something from it. So I'm excited to go ahead with the podcast and hopefully you get something out of it. So as I've said before, my goal for this podcast and the Get Hungry brand for that matter, as it currently is, is to inspire and empower others to pursue what they see possible. Now, I know this is a very daunting thing to do. And so my goal is to step out on a limb and document my process as a total beginner. Now, my hope for doing this um, or in doing this is that you will get some value out of the content and feel encouraged to push yourself and to pursue things that you're passionate about, whatever that may be. Um, And so together, we can cultivate our God-given potential. So if this sounds like something that you want to get on board with, I'd love you to subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening. Check out the Instagram account, now the YouTube channel as well, because this is the kind of content that I really enjoy myself. And this is the content that I want the Get Hungry brand to center around. So if this is interesting to you, give it a follow. And I look forward to being able to document my journey with you. Now, always feel free to contact me as well. You know, the best place is probably over on Instagram. You can DM me, um, you know, if you have any ideas, any thoughts you'd like to share, or even if it's just to get some encouragement from someone starting out in the early days. I know that I myself have a couple of friends who are really supportive of my pursuits and just hearing their encouragement really motivates me to carry on going. And if you need that, you don't feel like you have anyone, send me a message. I'd love to be that person for you, to encourage you, to inspire you, and to be a part of your journey as well. Well, okay. So now that that's all out in the open, (laughs) uh, let's get into this week's content. So this week I'll be exploring some of the ideas and thoughts that I've attained on how to create great content. And I've narrowed it down to the three main things that have stood out to me and the three main lessons that I've learned and I'm continuing to learn and want to continue to apply in different ways as well. Number one is idea generation strategies. This is key and we'll go into why and some of the things that I've learned. Number two is subscribability. Now I know this one sounds a little bit YouTube or creator niche or specific, um, but you know, as I said, it can apply to different areas of life as well. And then the third thing, which is probably the most valuable lesson, I know it's the most valuable and it's the one that I need to work on probably the most, and it is 
systems, creating systems for things. But we'll go into that in a second. Before we do that, let's just start off with the word of the week. Now, the word of the week this week is necessitate. Pretty cool word, hey? Um, And the definition is to make it necessary for someone to do something. So necessitate, make sure you use that in your thought life and your conversations this week. Alrighty, well, let's get straight into the content. So starting off with idea generation. So ideas are literally the lifeblood of all things creative. Like you can't create something or produce something if you don't have an idea of what you want to produce or the direction that you want to be heading in. So I think it's important to kind of look into where do ideas come from? Now, I believe that a lot of ideas are actually inspired by things that we feed ourselves with. So going back to the first episode that I had on this podcast, the input versus output equation, input is everything that we feed ourselves with, the podcasts, the YouTube videos, the books, the content that we feed ourselves with. And it's actually this content that influences our thoughts. Now, thoughts are very, very powerful. As Craig Rochelle says in his book, Winning the War in Your Mind, we move in the direction of our strongest thoughts. Now, kind of applying that quote here, if we want to come up with good ideas that are purpose-filled and provide value to others, we need to make sure that the content we are feeding ourselves with is content or information that is purpose-filled and positively influencing us. You know, I feel like truly original, uninspired ideas are very rare. It doesn't mean they're not out there, it's just they're very rare. Often ideas that seem to be quite new either already exist or they're the application of two or more ideas that already exist. An example of this is when I first thought about coming up with a name for what is now the Get Hungry brand, it's amazing how you think of something like, oh, that name would be so cool and you type it into Google and 50 businesses already exist with that name. It's just a testament to the fact that, you know, ideas are not always original and that's not necessarily a bad thing, but what it tells me is that if ideas are inspired by other things, then we need to be carefully selective on the content that we expose ourselves to as it will in one way, shape or form be reflected in what we think, say or do. Now, thinking about the content that we can feed ourselves with, I feel like there are sort of two main areas. There's education and learning, and then there's entertainment and leisure. So none of these are necessarily better than the other, but if we're looking at coming up with ideas that solve problems and are valuable, then I personally think that feeding ourselves with information that is educational and promotes learning and gets our mind working in a way that's beneficial to us and to others, then we need to make sure that we are feeding ourselves with content from, you know, other people and other sources that are credible. Now, I know for myself too, if I'm watching educational-ish creators on YouTube or reading books that center around education and growth, I feel like my brain only reaches like a cap where I actually stop retaining information and I'm just kind of reading to get a page finished or watching the rest of the video to get it done. And so I think 
entertainment definitely needs to factor into this as well because if we're not entertained by things then we're not going to continue to watch it or read it um but additional to this if we're always watching you know funny fails or or these things that we just do when we want to chill out and do some mind numbing activity then we're not really going to feel overly inspired to pursue our passions so my first point when it comes to ideas is that ideas are inspired and so we need to carefully select the content that we expose ourselves to because this influences our thoughts and remember we move in the direction of our strongest thoughts whether we're doing it intentionally or not now secondly we need to specify the purpose of our idea you've probably heard the saying start with your why and this is so cliche among creator spheres because it literally is so important you know, it's easy to just want to do something and then after you do it, you think, well, that was pointless or why did I do that? That didn't really have any purpose to it. Um, and it's to avoid that, we need to sort of identify what is the main purpose of this thing? You know, if we're talking about creating a YouTube video, which is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately because I've now started the YouTube channel, I need to ask myself, okay, what is the purpose of this video going to be? Is it to entertain? Is it to be insightful? Is it to be educational? You know, you need to come up with the purpose of it because if it doesn't have a purpose, then it's not really going to provide value to people. And I feel like providing value is something that I really want to be passionate about. And I feel like I am passionate about. And, you know, just identifying the fact that as humans, we only have a limited time on this earth and I want to live a life that is purpose-filled and I want to leave a legacy that influences people in future generations as well. And the way to do that is by living a purpose-filled life today. And so I guess in the whole world of content creation here, identify why you want to do something, what problem does it solve, what's its purpose. And if you feel like it genuinely is something that you should go ahead with, then you move on to the next step, which is one sentence explanations. You know, once you think of an idea and you've come up with the purpose, you've come up with its why, why this is a good idea, it's important to explain it in one sentence. You know, this reminds me of the Albert Einstein quote, if you can't explain it to a six-year-old, then you don't fully understand it yourself. You know, I feel like it's funny because there are a lot of people that use all these big fancy words and they're kind of explaining it. But if you can't simplify it, then as Albert Einstein says here, you don't actually fully understand it yourself. You know, you should be able to have a clear message or a clear point to make and to get across. And so a phrase that I heard from a friend, which is really valuable, is simple is kind. Like if you want to be kind to the people that you are talking to or creating content for, then be simple, let them understand it. So this is something that I probably need to work on. I know that I can kind of go on a couple of rabbit trails in some of my podcast episodes. And so I apologize for that, but I want to try and work on being more purpose-filled and to come across in a way that is clear, concise, and simple. So that's ideas. Number two, subscribability. Now, I know this is a YouTube-specific word, but it basically centers around this one question. And that question is, what makes your content worth people's time? Again, this is a question that I need to ask myself more because 
in asking myself this, I will be able to come up with a clear answer and the end result will be content that hopefully is value-filled and people like yourself will get value out of it. I was watching a video on YouTube the other day by a channel called Channel Makers and they were saying that it's important to aim not to make content that is based on commodity or is something that everybody can do, but to be unique and be yourself. And I really like this because it's so true. You know, there's a lot of content on the same or similar ideas or topics, but the thing that makes certain YouTubers or certain podcasters or certain people stand out is their approach and their personality and how they fuse that into making the content entertaining and elevate the chances of it resonating with people. Again, another quote that I've heard is that there's no new ideas or messages, only unique messengers. And that's you. It kind of reminds me of another YouTube channel that I really like to watch. It's a guy called Quang Tren and he's very, very entertaining and he makes all these awesome food videos and I'm definitely a person who loves food. I love eating food, I love watching food and I love watching people eat food as well and just see the enjoyment that it can give people and Quang Tran definitely enjoys his food as well. But in each of his videos when he's cooking something, he will always say something that I think is really cool and it just highlights the fact that he is making something his own and using his own experience to adapt things that he's come across. He always says when he's making the recipe, this is my twist, my take on dot dot dot, whether it's like a burger from Macca's or a, or a lobster Mornay or I don't know, something. He'll always say my twist, my take and it's kind of alluding to the fact that it may not be what you would make or what you would get, but this is what I would do and this is my twist and my take. And I really like that. And I feel like when it comes to creating content, we need to aim not to replicate, but to feel inspired by what other people are doing and then figuring out a way to make that unique to yourself and to add your personal views and values and your twist, your take on things. Now, in starting this YouTube channel, I literally only have two videos out <laughs> at the point of recording this podcast, but something that I'm really identifying is that data matters. It's important to ask ourselves, you know, where are people spending their time? What type of content are people consuming? And in asking ourselves these questions and questions like this, we'll be able to make the most of our time by being efficient and effective at putting content out in places where people will see it and then we'll be able to get value from. Now look, I don't have the answers to these questions and these are actually questions that I am asking myself and after recording and publishing this podcast, I'm gonna be working on my third video, which I will be announcing on the Instagram channel when it's published on YouTube. But these are questions that I'm going to be asking myself so that I can hopefully elevate my chances of creating content and putting it in a place that is visible to people to hopefully inspire and encourage them. So as I continue down this road of discovery, um, I'll definitely be sharing some of the things that I come across that have been valuable to me um, in the hopes to help you on your journey as well. Okay, so this brings us through to the third and final and probably most important thought on how to create great content, and that is establish great systems. 
Systems are literally the lifeblood of sustainability. This is something that I'm coming to find. You know, having a system, a process set in place that almost guarantees your ability to get the thing done that you've set out to do. Now, how do you know if your systems work? Well, ask yourself, am I still doing what I set out to do? If the answer is yes, then congratulations, you now have a system that works. If the answer is no, and you're not still doing what you set out to do, then I'm sorry, your system doesn't work, find a new one or adapt it so that it does work. Now, if you look at my podcast, <laughs> I've missed quite a few episodes. You know, I set out initially to make weekly episodes, dropped it to fortnightly episodes, and I still haven't been able to do that. And so it's telling me that my current podcasting system needs work. And that is definitely what I'm going to be working on to hopefully come up with a system that promotes consistency with this podcast, the Get Hungry podcast. Now, a couple of quotes that kind of support this idea and this thought are firstly one by a guy called Dean Convey. I think that's his name, um, where he says, we become what we repeatedly do. So applying that or reverse engineering that, identify what you want to repeatedly do, come up with a system, follow that system, and you will consistently do that thing. Now, another quote is by a guy called Charles Duhigg, I think that's his name, um, where he says, approximately 45% of everything we do in a day, every day, is habitual. Now, habits, I feel like, are very, very similar to systems. Habits are almost intentional systems that have worked over a prolonged period of time and continue to work. And so thinking about the 24 hours that we all have in one day, we need to identify firstly what we want to fill our time with. Secondly, come up with ideas that promote that behavior. Thirdly, accept that we are unique. We all have our own individuality that we need to embrace. And this means that our approach on things will be different to others and that's okay. And then finally, we need to come up with a system that promotes all of this and elevates your chances of living a life that contains this thing that you set out to do. So even with my podcast, as I have said before, I need to work on sort of streamlining my podcast production system. There's already systems that are in place. Whether I've written them down and I'm conscious about them or not, there are systems that are taking place. And so I need to sit down, literally give myself 10, 15 minutes and identify the flaws in my current system and then theorize on some possible solutions. And the only way that you can truly know if your systems will work is if you try them out. So try them. If they don't work, adapt them. If they do work, fantastic. Continue doing that thing. So I feel like it's literally a, a journey of adaptation and application through trial and error. I feel like this episode is probably dragging on a little bit and so I'm going to start to wrap things up here. Hopefully you got some ideas or some value out of this content. Um, it's my first episode in a while and so I may be a little bit rusty in the whole podcasting process but I want to let you know that I'm definitely working on my systems and I want to try to be more regular and more consistent with making the episodes. I guess something that I also need to try and navigate is how to be consistent with not only this podcast, but now YouTube and now that I've taken that on board.
Now, I think before I fully wrap this up, I just want to go into a little bit about what I want this YouTube channel to be or why I've started this YouTube channel, even though I probably haven't been as consistent with the podcast as I would like to be. Well, firstly, it's a case of pushing the bounds of what I see possible. Um, I would like to have a YouTube channel and a podcast. And so I'm going to start trying different ways of making that work. Um, And secondly, it's because I myself find a lot of value out of YouTube. And so if I want to do something that's sustainable for me and a sustainable source of value for you, then I think it only makes sense to do something that I want to do or have wanted to do for so long. And that's a YouTube channel. So I've launched the channel now and I'm trying to be consistent with that. I really love that it's it goes beyond just my voice. Like I'm able to capture my thoughts and ideas and and journey in a more visual way. I myself am definitely a very visual person. And so I really like YouTube because it really resonates with me. And so my hope is to do a similar sort of thing for you. Well, that just about sums up this week's episode. As I said, this podcast is now a fortnightly episode. And so I won't be here next week. I'll be here the week after. And I will see you then. Until then, make sure you find ways to push the bounds of what you see possible and consistently tell yourself, I can do this. I will do this. Watch me do it. Love you guys. And I will see you next time.